You're listening to the Longer Haul Podcast with Chris Trent and Wendy Trent. Episode number 63. Hey, wait. But that that's my line. And yeah, but I, I'm I'm in this podcast. Yeah, not really. Welcome to the Longer Haul Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now, your hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. If it's your first time checking out the show, welcome to the show. You picked a great episode to start on. And if it's not your first time and you're coming on back, well, welcome on back. Excited to have new folks. Excited to have returning folks. Welcome all back. And you're so, back. I'm back. I'm back. And I've taken over the podcast since you went all rogue on me last week. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If, if you're going to go rogue, I'm going to go rogue. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no offense to Ed and Philip, but I think your guest is probably better looking than those guys. Uh, definitely, definitely. So, and Philip, yeah. of course, knows Wendy big time, you know, from back in the day. She, uh, she put up with a whole lot of his stuff <laughs> shenanigans. shenanigans as a kid but uh yeah man um but we are back had a great time so cool. getting ahead of we're ourselves bit, but uh, yeah yeah no that's good so we're glad you're uh we're glad you're back we're glad you made it back and uh it was fun last week without you but uh yeah so we mentioned this in the intro i'm actually not in this episode you're not yeah so um wendy and i celebrated last week and of course you know if if, if we we could just skip maybe all at this point Jody would normally give all of the hey subscribe to our podcast you can find us on Twitter <laughs> Chris Jody, Jody Livingston blah 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 and all that stuff super that. important but it's not going to be the end of the world if we don't do it all this time people know what to do if they like us they'll they'll, they'll yeah, I mean it. like if if yeah. you like what we're saying then you yeah. just go over to Twitter you just can't help find yourself. us you're still going to do Livingston at Chris Trent look at you or you could like us on Facebook <laughs> or you could join the super secret <laughs> podcast group hey now the podcast but group is coming alive man I'm digging that so that's good yeah so. yeah but they should definitely should subscribe to the show don't you think except for Todd Jones ripping on me for going on a cruise <laughs> dude Todd Jones huh? is beating you up <laughs> we have like a history at Disney together though so that's what that's about like we ran into each other uh, years ago at Epcot caught one time and recognized each other from uh from being in a couple things and so and, and ever since then we've just shared a common love for disney so uh what up todd he's, thanks for listening he's totally dogging you yeah so totally. cool episode though so uh, yeah you and wendy last Wendy's week on a cruise we saved up for a cruise did a disney cruise together 25 years took our kids with us because we realized our 30th anniversary that we're not going to have either one with us so um I, you know we you and i were talking right before we went on the cruise and we were like hey man what if we did like a 25 you know because listen wendy and i we talk about this in the episode we're not experts um but things are going pretty good you know i feel like we have a healthy marriage and we thought we would just come up with 25 quick things um, 25 tips from 25 years of youth ministry or 25 years of marriage while serving in youth ministry. And so she and I sit down and, and, uh, recorded an episode. I think it turned out, it turned out pretty fun. You know, we're just kind of honest and open about some stuff and, you know, I think they're, I think they're pretty good, pretty good tips, you know? So, so to, I have not at this point of this recording currently have not listened to this yet. I'm yeah. going to afterwards, but, but l- I will say this as a word of 
um, caution. Okay. So, cause some people may be listening and aren't married and they're like, Oh, psh, I'm not married. This doesn't matter. Uh, some of the stuff uh, does. Some of the stuff is listen. like stuff that oh, you need to know early on, you know? And, and honestly, it's because we made mistakes that we know the, you know, that we know some of these things. So I think it's worth listening to if, if you think marriage is in your future, you know? Um, yeah. Or not. Cause you're going to have people who are married around you. Yeah. And you're going to be working with parents who many of whom, We'll be married. I think I, we tell people all the time, I, we were an expert at marriage until we got married, an expert at parenting until we became parents. Seriously. Um, so I think I think it'll be helpful for anybody and everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway, it it, uh, it was a lot of fun. And so thanks for tuning in and listening. And I hope you I hope you like it, man. And we're just a couple, couple folks that have been married for a while, serving in youth ministry together the whole time. Wendy is super involved in my youth ministry. She's a rock star. And uh, she always has been. Um, it's been different stages along the way, and you'll hear a little bit about that uh, as we as we share on the podcast. As we share on the podcast, so uh, yeah. yeah. So and and I'll say just from the outside looking in, uh, healthy family, great kids, man, who love the Lord, faithful in the church, faithful in the student ministry. Um, I think you know, I think it's great. I can't think of many people more qualified to speak to this. So I'm I'm glad that you guys were able to do it. Well, I thanks. think it's helpful for those listening. You're very kind, Jody. No, I appreciate yeah. it. Answer. Okay. Thanks. All right. I'll play the intro before you start crying. Sounds great. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Well, hey, it is my privilege to welcome to the podcast for the very first time, Wendy Trent. Are you excited? I am excited to be here. Fun are, times. Are you? <laughs> wait. You're wait. Okay, okay. So listen to what just happened. Completely fun times. <laughs> you, you faked that that time. So, okay. Full disclosure. We just went seven minutes into the podcast just in recording thinking we were recording and the mic was off. And the first time, whenever I introduced you like that, you weren't near as excited as you just were just then. I think you. I like, realized it's a lot more fun than I thought. Oh, you're actually having fun now. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Wendy's here in the podcast. She is my lovely bride of 25 years. Last week, we're just coming off a trip. And I think Jody on the last podcast talked a little bit about the fact that I was on a cruise uh, with Wendy. And we actually took our kids and. Uh, we celebrated 20, our 25th wedding anniversary uh, last week, and we figured since we were such experts in marriage. <laughs> that, that's scary. Uh, if we're the experts, I'm not sure what to think. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe we're not experts. We're definitely not like going to be taking the, uh, on the speaking circuit anytime soon about healthy marriage. I, I mean, I think our marriage is healthy. Yes. It is healthy. We're having a good time in life. Um, but we did think for, we, you know, I was talking with Jody and we thought, hey, you know what might be fun is to get Wendy on the podcast. And since it was our 25th wedding anniversary, what if we came up with 25 tips, 25 tips of uh, from 25 years of marriage while serving in youth ministry? And so we thought we had put together 25 quick things. Some of them are a little bit deeper than others. Some of them are just kind of, you know, little softball type things. But we thought we would just share with the audience, um, some things that we've learned over these past 25 years, because it's been a fun, it's been a fun it ride. Has. It has. It's been good. So a, a kind of backstory, just a little bit of backstory there. We met at the University of Mobile, uh, used to be a Mobile College. We're actually the first or the last graduating class of Mobile College uh, back in 93. And we met our sophomore year of uh, college 
um, and started dating early or it was early in was it was, mm-hmm. I guess it was around November. Um, so it was a couple months into our sophomore year and, uh, just decided we, we I guess we fell in love. You could, I mean, you just <laughs> couldn't stay away from it. Couldn't help myself. You just couldn't help yourself. That's how it worked. No, it was, it was great. We started dating and uh, I was serving as an intern at a church that she, she went to and we, uh, I guess within a year, I mean, we started getting really even more serious and knew that marriage was going to be part of the equation. And we had a really, really long engagement, I felt like. It was terribly long. Yes, it was 14 months. It, it was ter- It was good long. Terrib- it was good. But terrible. We knew we were waiting until graduation to get married. Um, so 14 I would, months felt like an eternity. It did, but it was... Better to be engaged for 14 months since we knew we were going to get married than to not be able to really talk and plan and about our future. So, uh, oh, the, the, the listeners are going to get a kick out of that because every so often they, he, they hear my ring doorbell. <laughs> Tonight, it's just the wind from all yeah, the rain. Yeah. So I better uh, take a moment and uh, pause that thing real quick. But anyway, um, so tell so we got married two weeks after. Two weeks uh, after graduation, we got married and moved to Fort Worth, Texas for Chris to go to seminary. That was 12 hours from home um, for me, uh, 14 for Chris. Um, for me, it was a little bit traumatic because I lived at home for the same house for all of my 21 years. I grew up in the same house, uh, lived at home during college. Um, and so moving away to Fort Worth, Texas was a long way from it was home. A, it was a really long way away from home. Like and, it, that, and that was back before cell phones. And, you know, we had calling cards and we talked to my parents maybe once a week, um, those Sunday night phone calls. Yeah, we would get calling cards like in our stockings yes. for Christmas and stuff. <laughs> so that we could talk to our parents. Um, it was a different day. It was a different time. But it was a good time. I think that yeah. that... Um, disconnect from our family was super important. Was super important yeah. in those early years yeah. of marriage. So, well, like I said earlier, we have twenty five things, just twenty five tips that we've written down. And uh, again, we don't think we're experts, but we do feel like we we have a fairly, you know, healthy healthy marriage. And so, um, thought we'd just throw these out there, uh, especially since they're all tied to youth ministry years. Almost all twenty five uh, of of our years have been serving in ministry in some capacity. And so, um, so here goes, Hey, and these are not in any particular order. It's just 25, a list of 25 various things. Uh, they're not ranked. No, not at all. No, <laughs> as, I, as I'm reading the list, I'm like, Nope, they're not ranked. Yeah, they're not just ranked. very random thrown together list of yeah, things, but they're, they're good things. Yeah, okay. So here's number good. one. Uh, here's the first thing we wrote down again, not in any particular order, but the first thing, it might be a little bit controversial for some, uh, but the first thing we wrote down was that we are both called to ministry. And so what we mean by that is um, we just really have felt for the 25 years we've been married, married and even prior to that, uh, that we were both called into youth ministry. In other words, it's not just me that's called to youth ministry and Wendy's called to do something different, but rather we're both called to be a part of this. Um, and I mean, you, you've always yes. felt that way. Is I, that I feel fair? like I've been called to come alongside you and serve in youth ministry and help you out when I can, uh, minister to kids. Um, it's just been 
it's always been a part of my heart's desire as well. Yeah. When you're a product of youth ministry as well, in a lot of ways, you had a fabulous youth ministry, you know, growing up. And, and so for us, you know, and I think where that comes from, the reason we would even add it to the list as a tip would be, we've, we have known couples over the years that, that maybe there's a youth pastor and, um, the, the wife typically is the wife is not a wife in every situation. Obviously it could be a husband as well, but maybe they're not both serving in that same ministry. I just have a real hard time imagining um, the last 25 years with you alongside me, you know, doing this together and not yeah. just like my little supportive helping wife kind of thing. Cause you actually have had over the years. Yeah, a I huge enjoy impact. it and love it. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's part of who I am as person, not sure. just, being your wife, but being active and involved in our ministry. Yeah. And I think, I think on, especially during those toddler years, and we're going to talk about those in a little bit, but I think even th- during those, because there's s- certain stages of life that are more challenging. And I feel like if you weren't called to do this, it would be even more difficult yes. to survive some of those years. Yeah, I um, agree. Or like sleeping in a in an, in an air mattress next week, like we're going to be doing in Woo-hoo, Dallas. Can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have figured out that um, we, I don't even know why we figured this out, but at one point we started it's been adding about up, four years ago, so it's probably more now. Yeah, but we figured out like we just started adding up all the nights we've spent in a bunk bed type setting, and both both Wendy and I have spent well over a year of our lives in a bunk bed. That's crazy. Or an air mattress. Or an air mattress. Just some type of not, not in a room together. <laughs> not in a room together in, in a our room with kids. Wonderful, yeah. comfortable mattress. So, yeah. Okay, so that's that one. Hey, that's number one. Okay, we got to get through these things. All right. So number two, um, number two, date nights really do matter. All right. So we know that's yes. Maybe you've heard it before. You right? hear it all the time. Make sure you go on a weekly date and it doesn't have to be weekly, but I can tell you this, um, date nights still matter. And my kids are 14 and 17 and we don't have to get a sitter anymore. It's and, a lot easier now. It is. And it's still important, but I can tell you that during those toddler years, when the kids were two and five and I was, you know, up to my knees sometimes, you know, in cooking meals and changing diapers and giving baths and all of that stuff. I can tell you that back then they really were important. Um, and it made me feel treasured, um, in the midst of the craziness when we would have that time for a date, you know, getting a sitter and going out, um, getting to be an adult (laughs) in the middle of the, of the kids stuff. And what's fun, what's fun is even still for us, it's kind of like a fun, from time, you know, we, we jokingly say, Hey, you know, Hey, you asking me out, you asking me out. Like it still comes up as a joke <laughs> yes. because we're like, uh, Hey, it, let's go out. It's tonight. still yeah. great. So yeah. uh, good times. Um, all right. So, uh, number three, a little bit more serious. Uh, don't tell her everything bad that is happening at church. And I say her as in, I'm not going to tell Wendy. I'm choosing not to tell Wendy every single bad thing. If you've listened to the podcast much at all, you've heard us talk a little bit about this before, uh, but it's been a decision and I had somebody um, early on in my ministry uh, give me this advice to not come home and air every little bit of difficulty that happens on staff. And so over the years, I've just chosen not to tell her. Now, she knows a lot, no doubt. Um, and she knows some of the challenges and I don't keep super important things from her. 
Um, and we even wrote about this in the book. Um, yes. Wendy actually wrote part, like in the, the book about longevity that I wrote, um, Wendy writes a sidebar actually about this particular topic. Um, because over the years, it's just important. Cause after all, man, like if I have a little bit of a, you know, run in with a worship pastor, you're going to have to, you're right. going to have to be I'm sitting or to the s- pastor, even you're going to yes. have to on Sunday morning, be sitting in there listening, listening. To him. And, and I want to be able to truly worship and respect, uh, the worship pastor or the head pastor or anyone else at the church. Um, so um, it's hard to respect them if you know every little um, negative thing that's sure. going on no, in no, the no, church. No. All so. right. Oh, so that's good. Um, okay. Here's another one. Uh, number four. Uh, <laughs> this, but this is this, important. I actually read an important. article recently about this, how it adds years to your life. <laughs> like that's an actual like scientific study. But this is true for us. You got to admit this is true for yes. us. Okay. So uh, number four, uh, kiss goodbye every single time. Yes. So if I leave the house. You're going to give me a kiss. I give you a smooch. You a good old smooch. <laughs> and uh, if you leave the house, you know, I just thought about the fact you went to Walmart earlier and you did not give me a smooch bye. <laughs> we're, I'm so we're sorry. Hypocr- we're hypocrites. I know. So um, You're but, much more faithful at it than me. But you... You tend to be the one leaving more than I do. Yes, true. So um, I work true. from home. So. But that is, you know, it, it's a small thing, but I feel like, you know, not letting that magic die, not letting that romance die. Um, so just uh, don't don't get caught up in the busyness of life. Stop. And, and I even like have walked back like I'll if I if I remember like going to my car, like I'll actually walk back in and go and run back upstairs or whatever and and get me a good kiss. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's true. All right. It is. Uh, number five. Laugh. A lot. <laughs> Laugh a lot. Now, if you guys, I guess if you're listening and you're you're married to somebody who's just not funny or doesn't like to laugh. I don't I, have that problem. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to say to, about that. But um, you be the funny one. Yeah. I, here's what I'm saying. I just think it's important to have fun. It is. And we do have. And laugh at each other. Like laugh at yourself and laugh at the problems and the challenges and the yes. bumps and you yes. know, not everything's a joke I know, but, um, but, uh, laughing and staying fun, um, keeping marriage fun is super, super important. We feel like, so laugh a lot. And if it's been a while, you know, since you've laughed, do something about that. Maybe, maybe go watch a funny movie together or go watch a comedian a good clean comedian, right? Or something. have a staring contest. Is that, you just say that because you're looking at me right and now. The first one to laugh loses or wins. I no, it would have to be loses, wouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know We're either. laughing too much. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, number, number six. six. Um, what is number six? Try to find a time every year, traditional, like this is our getaway, just the two of us. Um, that you're away for more than just a night or two. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like for us, it, this has ended up, I mean, there's a couple times where we get away. I mean, we get away more than once a year. Yes. Um, we work at that, but, but we, depend we do on have, there's one in particular, one. like we, we do uh, the Southeast conclave, uh, which is put on by several of the States here around us, Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, a bunch of other States. Um, it's up in Chattanooga every year. And for us that, and, and sometimes I speak at that and sometimes yeah, it, I don't speak at that. But it's a, it's close. It's only it's about close. an hour and a half, two hours from us. And, and we go up as we stay and we don't take our kids. We don't. And it has been 
it's one of the best. Get, we're around other youth pastors for and we us. Eat uh, lots of good, lots food. of food. Um, <laughs> but whatever works for you, maybe that's a family in your church that has a lake house or a cabin in the woods or whatever. Um, some type of, of of intentional moment, even if it's just one night, something that you can look forward to. And I tell you, for me, like if we ever moved away from Atlanta. I would really miss that weekend. Yes. It's because a, I mean, we have, it's, we've just we've got over the years. We've done it so many years. 13. Yeah. 14 and years now. Um, it's just become a huge, and I, and I almost think that if we did move somewhere, we almost might try to figure out, if, we're not moving anywhere, but I mean, if we were, we might try to figure out a way to make it happen just because it's been such a huge part of who we are. So we just think that's huge. been a huge part of our marriage. Um, so, um, all right. So number seven, uh, let your spouse find their gifting within your ministry. Now, here's what this is about right here. Here's why I think this is so super important, especially when you go back to number one, where we say that we're both called. I do feel that Wendy and I both are called to youth ministry, but I don't, I want to, I've always wanted to protect Wendy from um, being pigeonholed into a certain role. Something that I'm not. That she's not. Yes. Example. Um, and and Wendy knows all this. So I'm not, this is not making, Wendy knows about herself. So she's not an upfront on stage teacher type. Now she's yeah. done that a few times over the years, but it's, 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 it's a stretch for her out of her comfort zone. She's great at it, but it, it does, it, she has to really work up to that. Um, what she's really gifted in is hospitality. And loving on leaders that are pouring into kids and giving girls hugs. You did spend a, a few years um, in the recent years in ministry. We've been doing this for so long. It's changed over the years, different ways. You are great with small groups of girls. Yes. But even that has changed in the recent years where now you're more of the. Um, I feel like my connection now is with because of the age of our kids. I think my connection right now, my connection point is with parents um, and the kids um, because so many of them have been friends of our children. Um, So I feel like that welcome desk area for me on Sunday mornings where I can greet children, greet children, (laughs) students, but, and pour into parents who maybe are a little nervous about bringing their child for the first time to, you know, student ministry. Um, it's just, that's more my comfort zone now. Yeah, yeah sure. And it's changed over the year, but, but ultimately here's the, here's the main point of what we're saying. I, I need to respect that as the youth pastor and not allow anybody else from our congregation, try to pigeonhole Wendy into something that she's not, um, or try to make her be something that she's not. And so respecting you know, her gifting over the years, even as that's changed some, has just been super important. Um, and I think that's true even from a spouse standpoint with whoever's the main youth pastor, you know, whether that's a guy or a girl, um, allowing that person to be who they are, you know, and, and supporting that because people are gifted in different ways. You know, that's all there is to it. So, so that's number seven. Uh, number eight, uh, go to, man, this was controversial in the early years of our marriage. You remember that? Yes. But like it, we learned this the hard way. Yes, we did. Because, okay. So number, because of your, you, I had to get up so early when we were first married. Yeah, okay. So number eight is go to bed at the same time. <laughs> now. So Wendy, ha- she taught school like while we were at seminary in our early years, but 
Um, it had never occurred to me going into marriage that that was going to be something that we had to make a decision about. Um, because I was, I tended to be more of a night owl mm-hmm. and you tended to be more of a in bed by 10 in by 10 kind of gal. <laughs> and, um, and I tell you for, and I was the one that ended up having to bend on that. But looking back over the last 25 years, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. This may sound nuts to some of y'all that are listening. There are, the only times, and probably you could probably count them on your I hand. I can tell you, it's, it's it's when the Cowboys are playing, and I could care less, <laughs> which is not always true because yeah, sometimes it's really good, and I really want to watch. Yeah. But there are times, it's not lately, lately where I Ugh. go to bed. It's now if it's Alabama, I'm staying up. Yes, but it's when you're wanting to watch usually a sports event or something sports on event. TV that I don't Or back in seminary days if I was writing a paper or yes, something. Yes, writing a paper. But, so there, but nowadays, in a normal night, me just like staying up and vegging out. And we just, and, and I, I tell you, looking back, and I've talked to other couples about this over the years, we just feel like that's that's been a, a win for us. Yes. Because we're going to bed at the same time. Yes. And, um, and you know, I think back twenty five years of conversations we've had in those going to bed moments and and all that. I, I just think that's been good, you know. So um, I don't think it's like the biggest, most important thing ever, but I think it. Well, it is. I think it matters. I, think, I mean, I do yeah. think it matters, and I think it's um, it the fact that you were willing to change your habits and go to bed earlier with me because I was having to get up yeah. so early in the morning that meant a lot. Yeah, sure. Put a lot of change in. And full disclosure, let, let's assume that not all of our audience, but there's a huge part of our audience that are married, mm-hmm. you know, not everybody, but there's a huge part of our audience that's married. And, and probably some folks that are listening right now that they're not doing this. And either one, they're wishing their spouse would do this. Uh, or maybe there are some guys out there that are going, Oh, dang, Chris, you're just whipped or whatever. But I'm telling you, dude, it, it's just one that I look back on and I'm just, it's just worth it. It's an easy sacrifice for me. Um, and, and what I did do is I, I do tend to lay there longer. Yeah. You'll lay in bed and read. <clears throat> like um, you'll go to sleep and I'll read or after I fall asleep. Yeah, no doubt. But, so, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Number nine, uh, respect <laughs> each other's moral boundaries. And here's what I mean by that. Um, we had to make a decision early on to respect each other's, um, uh, moral boundaries when it comes to more specifically to really drill down on that a little bit when it comes to the kind of things you watch and the kind of things you listen to. Um, we just had to, we had to really talk about early on what kind of things we were going to allow into our marriage. Um, the kind of things we would watch, listen to read, be a part of. Um, and they didn't always necessarily line up. Not that we were far apart, yeah, but just, you know, um, but not, but not expecting each other to bend or compromise, but rather respecting that in each other. And, yes. and I think that's just been a huge part of that because Wendy was always wanting to watch like terrible stuff <laughs> I'm so, and I'm so sure. neither one of us were really, I mean, we decided no, pretty early on where, where to draw we, lines. I think we were pretty much already in agreement on this. On a lot of this. Yeah. Um, but I think that some people probably aren't. Yeah, but I would say this even like when it comes to even the respect and sort of what makes you tick and you respect what makes me tick. Like I like scary movies, but you don't like scary movies. So I don't really watch very many scary movies unless I watch them by myself. Yes. You know, and I'm not going to try to make you watch a scary movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I think that's been huge though. Uh, number 10, 
Uh, put the dang put the dang phone away. Okay, that's just a simple. There are times where listen, and I'm not I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Wendy and I are perfect on this, right? No, we're not. We're not. Um, uh, but I can tell you though that we're not um, we're not sitting around on our date nights that we no. talked about earlier with our phones out. Yes, we uh, have a very set rule with each other and with our kids and with our kids. Anytime we are out to dinner at a restaurant, we stay off of our phones. Um, and w- at home when yeah. we're having dinner, we're off sure. of our phones. And I think even with, with each other, we just sort of have an agreement where we're able to say, Hey, I kind of need you right now. You know, where we, and then we have to realize, Oh, I need yes. to put my phone down. Come for back, join here. the world. So, um, yeah. So it, it but listen, if that's something you guys are struggling with, and you know if you are or not, um, it'd just be worth having a conversation about. It. I think long term, and it, what's interesting too for us, that wasn't always a part of our marriage, right? We, I mean, it. We didn't have. I didn't even have a cell phone for the first. Yeah, Gosh, we're iPhones. Old. You're old. Yes. Yeah, Let's we're, not we're talk old. About that. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving all right, right along. Moving right along <laughs> to something real serious. Um, okay, number eleven. Uh, stay 100% completely loyal to each other. I think this and number 12 are kind of the same. They are similar, but here's what I mean, though, with number 11. Um, completely loyal to each other. I mean, from a strict standpoint of when it comes to, um, and this is the more serious one, like when it comes to flirting, like emotionally, uh, who you're having conversations with when it comes to opposite sex, um, we're just, I, I think yeah. that's just gotta be, that's just gotta be important. I just don't have, and you don't, you don't have guys that are really, really close friends of you. Like, no, and, 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 they, and I don't have girls that are really in any type of intimate kind of cross. And I don't mean intimate in a sexual kind of way, but I mean, in a emotional, connection. emotional connection kind yes. of way. Like we've protected ourselves from that where we stay just completely loyal to each other. Um, number 12 is similar to that though. Um, in the sense that, cause it talks about loyalty, but number 12, this has just been something that has been a huge, I think, I don't know why we decided, you know what, where it came from. I, I have no idea why we, why we committed to see well, each other early on. I don't even on. know if we actually ever said it. Do we, I mean, do we ever really, and maybe we did say it, but it's more of been an understood thing for us. Yeah. Okay. So number 12 is, uh, never talk bad about one another to others. And this includes parents, best friends, and siblings. Yes. And somewhere along the line, we actually identified this as kind of one of our core values in marriage. Yes. But we're for um, each other 100%. And this means, and I can say with full integrity, and and I think you can as well. Can you? Yes. Okay. Uh, (laughs) um, That I've never sit around with any guy, anybody for that matter, my parents, my sister, anybody. And talked bad about you. Like if we not get yes. along about something or disagree on something, like I've never shared that with anybody. Um, there, you are the one person like that. That's just like super. It's just the line that I will not cross. And um, I agree. And I feel confident that you've done the same. Have you? Yes. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so, um, and listen, Hey, and if you're listening and you're in the habit right now of, you know, still telling your mom, or your dad, or your brother, or your sister. Oh my goodness, stop it! <laughs> like stop, because I mean, your future. This the, from the growth standpoint of your marriage. Yes. I mean, you got to be able to. You get that's the one. That's like a sacred thing to me. Yes. So um, that's huge. 
Um, okay, uh, number 13, kind of a change in pace here a little bit. Uh, cheer each other on when pursuing dreams. Um, so I think that's always been awesome, like as we both along over the years – we both have had different dreams, different call. Now we're still called the youth ministry and that's kind of our main thing. Yes. But, but, uh, three years ago, whatever, when I thought about writing a book for the first time, you, you were cheering me on. Or when I started speaking at conferences, you were cheering me on. Um, when you started doing things up at the church, you started leading some different classes up at the church. I mean, I'm cheering you on recently, a few years ago, whenever you made a decision to become a Disney travel agent, yes. um, <laughs> This is like a commercial all of a sudden. Uh, but when you decided to do Disney uh, Travel Specialist, I'm sorry, I called you an agent. That's not right. Yeah. But uh, when you decided to do that, cheering you on. And so do you feel like, I mean. I think we're each other's biggest fans. I mean, I feel like you're always there to support me. Um, and that's my job for you, too, as well, to support you and what you do and. I, I need a little more cheering. Pat your back a little more. I need a little more patting. <laughs> I need a little bit more patting, a little more cheering. Let me tell you something about Chris. Nope. Yes. We're not going to go there because this Chris, is a podcast and this is public information. Chris is the needy one. This is breaking this, rule this, number. <laughs> you literally are breaking rule number I just number shared 12. it with the whole world. You're telling everybody. That you're needy. I am needy. You are. I'm That's okay. Needy. You're emotionally needy. But you just rubbed my back. I, I like know. It, so. And patted you. Okay. Um, all right. So um, number 14, uh, trust advice given from one another. All right. So here's what this is. Um, this means that you need to trust and value and appreciate advice or tips or correction even. Like that's going to be controversial right there. But sometimes it is a little bit corrective. Um believing that it's coming from the right spot. Now I recognize that there could be a whole nother set of circumstances involved in a marriage where there are problems and too much nagging going on or whatever that might be. That's a totally different animal. Um, but what I'm talking about though is, you know, when Wendy, when I'm thinking about doing something or speaking on something or um, dealing with a problem with someone and she gives me advice, I have to trust her and listen to her before I listen to anybody else, really. And, um, and I, I don't think that it means that we 100% every single time follow each other's advice because we don't, but mm -hmm. most of the time we do. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's a give and take both ways. I think a lot of it, you know, happens that way. Yeah. But it's huge just to trust each other. And I think also even just when it comes to the emotional stuff, you know, like if you're, if you're in a situation like even, uh, so like some boundaries when it comes to like, there's been times where you've said, Hey, I get a weird vibe from that girl or lady or yes. whatever, you know? Um, and I've said the same thing to you before, um, about guys. So, um, and we just have to trust each other and the advice given there. So huge. Uh, number 15, um, Put each other before extended family, a.k.a. leave and cleave. <laughs> I love the cleaving part. So, <laughs> Yeah, this, I think this happens. Um, I think the the day we live in, the age with the constant communication with cell phones, I, I think Chris and I had a little bit of a jump start on this when we moved 12 hours from home and had no conversations Agreed. except once a week with like I literally talked to my mom once a week for about an hour my mom and dad 
Um, I couldn't pick up the phone and call her whenever I wanted. Um, or text every or day. Or text all the time throughout the day, multiple times a day. Uh, so I think Chris and I had a had a little bit of a head start on this one because we have been married 25 years. For those of you that are much younger than us, um, which are most of you, the, um, this is a much harder concept because you do live in an age of constant communication where it costs you nothing to talk or text um, with your family. And so it's harder to separate yourself and to remain loyal to your spouse and not complain about them to parents or family. Yeah. So I yeah. think, I think it's a harder time, but, but that means you need to focus on it even more because you know, the struggle there, you need to focus on it even more. And I think you might have to have some hard conversations. Like Sometimes. I would think if, if we lived in a, if we would have been married like now with cell phones and everything, I think it might would have led to us having to have some, you know, hard conversations about, Hey, yeah, I'm not going to, I need to not call every time, like every day, or I need to not text all the time, you know? And I think it's just, and even then I think maybe the, the, the first steps in that would just to be the change, the type of things that you're texting and communicating about. Um, so, uh, but I just think that's huge, man. Um, just putting each other before extended family, and making making each other first. Yeah, huge. Uh, number 16. Oh, yeah. You remember these days? <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, Th- those were good days. Okay. Were they? <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 16 is make adjustments during the baby and toddler years. Oh, those were hard years as a mom. Um, like we do have good memories. Yes. We love we our kids. Our kids were cute. Memories. And, um, uh, they were precious and cute. Now they're... Big and smelly at times. Oh, snap. <laughs> Just calling out the kids. Okay. They're going to be chiming in from the background because we're doing this from home. But uh, um, listen, make, make adjustments during those years and know this. that And, and I, I write about this in the book also, but and I'm not just trying to plug my book when I say that. But one of the things I try to say is, man, just know that in youth ministry, so many youth pastors get out of youth ministry during those toddler years because it becomes really difficult because your role completely changed Wendy whenever it was hard Uh, it was hard to be a youth pastor's wife and a mom to young children because they demanded so much of my time and attention that there wasn't much left over for the youth ministry and even at times for you, for, for Chris. Sure. Um, so, you know, you definitely have to make adjustments. You definitely, the, the going back to number two and the date nights definitely need to make time for those. Um, unfortunately, those are also the years it seems like where money's might be a little tighter and, um, getting a sitter and going out to eat might be a little harder, but be creative, find a way to get some adult time and maybe even for mom, some alone time. Um, yeah, in seriously. There. Yeah. And, so. and just know this, if you're not there yet, know that it's coming, know that the challenge, like if you're, if you're young and are about to have a baby or looking forward to having a family soon, just know and, and, and talk through those things. Uh, because they, they, it is going to be challenging. It's and awesome. I mean, it's, it's, it's worth it. But it's just different. It's different. It 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 is different. It creates new challenges. And so it's super, 
super important to know it's coming and just be prepared for it. And I think the fact that we talked about it a ton and we tried to make adjustments and figure it all out helped us survive the 25 years. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Especially in youth ministry. Yeah. So, um, okay. Number 17, um, friends, friends are important. Um, so I think man, we've had some amazing, amazing friends over the years. I'm so thankful for our friends. Yes. Like we're friendly people. <laughs> Yeah. We have a long list of great friends. We do. But one thing about that though, and I do think that's added to our, I think that's helped us have a healthy marriage. I will add this though to that one. Are you about to tell me I'm wrong? No, no. I think friends are important, but I do think that you should keep in mind that your spouse should always be your best friend. Um, I do feel that, um, that needs to be the person that you really connect and share on that deeper level with. Not that oh, yeah, you don't yeah. have other people in your life that you yeah, no doubt. do that. Maybe well, yeah, you're, I mean, you're my things. go-to, no doubt. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks, babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's like, but no, I mean, I agree with that. I, and, and, and I don't think that's, um, I don't think that, I think that's a different thing. Well, I think, I think the intimacy and I don't, you know, that exists between us as, I think all those things are super important, but I also think from a, just being around other people and getting out of the house and having it, you know, um, the couples, man, just having friendships, yes. especially whenever you're in new places, like yes. if you're starting a new phase of life. And, I would- and, and especially I can tell you this, because our season of life has changed and our lives revolve so much around the last few years around our kids and their activities um, we're busier than we've ever been when it comes to our schedule. But going back to those baby and toddler years, those are the years when I did have a really tight knit group of friends um, that, you know, we were doing those play dates with and things like that where, you know, so, yeah. I mean, I think friendships changes through stages of life yes. too, through seasons. Oh yeah, they do change with your and, kids, and it's not like we're hanging out with tons of people these days. Um, but we have friends, yes. And um, and I will say this just as a little tip here, because um, I've noticed this over the years with some folks. Don't just sit if 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 you feel like you're craving some friendships, don't just sit around and wait for that to come to you. You got to go out and make friends. Yeah. Like you can't be that person to sit around going. Oh man, like I wish we had some friends. I wish somebody would ask us to lunch or whatever. Invite you got, people over for dinner. Yeah, you gotta be the one asking. You know what I'm saying? So just get out there and, and go for it and it'll really help head up with that. Okay. Um let's skip number eighteen because we sucked at it early on in our marriage. Hmm. Let's skip number eighteen because we were terrible <laughs> at this. For maybe five years. Or eight. Really? Maybe. It was bad. Was it? We just didn't do great. <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. Number number 18, uh, but we've learned and we do better now. Um, number 18, this is a big one. Uh, live within your means and stay out of debt. I don't feel like we've been in debt, though, since about three or four years into our marriage. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good few years into our marriage when yeah. we started really figuring that out. But, but we definitely went into our marriage with student loan mm-hmm. and not making much money. At all. At all. Good grief. And then on top of that, 
with a credit card and, and building up some credit card debt. Yes. And we just made, we made mistakes. Yes. And so we had to, and we actually sitting in a Sunday school class, I talk about this in the book too. Um, we, we decided to sell, become a one car family and we sold my geo prism. I miss my geo prism so much. <laughs> uh, it was a great car. Um, we sold my geo prism and took the money and paid down our credit card debt. Yes. We actually did. we paid it off. And then um, we still had student loan debt for a while, but um, we eventually paid that off as well. And, and since then we've just been super committed to living within our means. In other words, we know what our budget is and we don't spend more than we make. And we still, and we, on top of that, try to save and be wise with our money, you know, and we're not amazing at it. And we probably don't have savings like we should probably, but we've made choices to do vacations and stuff instead. Um, but that said, I think part of the reason I think, man, if you are in a marriage and that debt is just eating at you all the time. Yeah, that would make it tough. That would make it hard. Like if the last 25 years on top of that, man, we're just constantly, you know, the money thing. So I would just really encourage you to, especially if you're young and you can do something about it now to make, you may have a mountain in front of you and you're like, I'll never get on it. But don't fall into the trap of saying, well, because of that mountain, we're just going to keep living in this make some lifestyle changes now because know this. And I say this all the time, whenever I can to younger youth pastor folks, you're just never going to make a killing in youth ministry. It's just not going to happen. And you have to be, be willing to live a life of simplicity as a result of that. And I think the fact that we've always been willing to do that and we're living better now than we have a long, you know, because we've been doing this so long, but well, and I stayed home. Um, and we made a choice, yeah, yeah for you to stay home. I mean, there was no income there for a long time. For me time. to stay I'm home. I'm glad you're finally pulling your weight. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> but, I, but that choice was a great one. I mean, I can't oh, imagine so doing it. it a different way. So, um, But because we were already living within our means, it was a little easier to do that, I think. Yeah. Huge. To continue. Okay. Uh, number 19. This is for the men listening, <laughs> fellas, dudes. I'm telling you, this is just easy peasy. It'll help in your marriage. Um, listen, man. Are you listening? Listen. Change diapers, deal with crying babies, and clean toilets. All Amen. Right? Hey, you just, <laughs> our toilet needs clean right now so bad, too. Have you noticed? <laughs> It's terrible. You're I can't believe I'm telling the whole world, but it's just, but it's my job and I'm going to get to it. Um, but that said, um, that's why it's so dirty because yeah. it's your job. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> I do a good job at, um, so in all seriousness, man, just don't be that dude that thinks, Oh, well, you know what? I work all day. And so I come home and I, man, I'm just so tired that I can't help with all that stuff. Well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Imagine being a mom all day long, uh, trying to do that, being a mom thing and all that. And look, just it's, I feel like it's just an easy win for you long-term. I changed a lot of diapers you over did. the years. And you I did, did it a in lot the of, middle of the night too. I when sure they did. Were teeny tiny. Yeah. And I just feel like that looking back, like I don't regret that. And I don't, I never felt like to, I mean, it wasn't easy, but the thing is we're both in it together and I'm just, I don't know. I feel like that, that's a pretty yes. good thing. It'll take, it'll get you far yeah. in life. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So that's easy. Number 19. Um, okay. Number 20. We're almost there. Uh, number 20, um, because we had 25 years of marriage. We've got five more. Um, 
don't underestimate the impact of your upbringings. Uh, don't don't let me say it again. Don't underestimate and don't underestimate the impact your upbringings will have and continue to have on your marriage. So understand this: you're both going to bring baggage, both good and bad. Some more than others. Hey, Wendy, <laughs> listen now. <laughs> We're not gonna, okay, so it's it's true. Um, you're going, you're going to bring stuff to your marriage. Your upbringing is going to, in other words, here's what I mean by upbringing, the type of family you have, the type of parents you have, the way they raised you, what they allowed you to do and not do even basic things about like how they disciplined you. Um, and, and here's a trivial example, but when we got married, my, my family was very independent and your family was very cohesive not dependent, I wouldn't say, but they were very helpful to one another. And early on in the marriage, like, so in, in the way this played out when we got married would be, um, if, if we're sitting there watching TV, um, I, I come from the background where if I wanted something to drink, I would get up and go get me something to drink and sit back down. But early on, I realized that in Wendy's family, if somebody gets up, they ask everybody that's sitting around, Hey, would anybody else like something? Now that sounds kind of trivial and elementary now looking back, but early on I had to make an adjustment to realize, man, that what I was bringing into the marriage, but that's played out in tons of other ways that are probably too personal to go into on the podcast. Um, but just be aware of the fact that who you are, who your parents are, all that's going to matter. And we've had to have some hard discussions over the years. Fair. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. Cause you got some crazy aunts and uncles. I'm going to throw that out there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you got a great family. Um, I'm thankful for them. Uh, all right. Um, number 21. Um, so we've talked about your kids. Uh, it, it, Jody and I've talked about this regarding your kids, but I think this is true for your spouse also. Um, I would just say, don't allow your, um, commitment to being fair, 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 or whatever, or it's your job, 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 or whatever to cause you to put your spouse second while you're at work. So number 21 is your spouse should never have to wait in line to talk to you. And I've just always felt like you've always been able to, and I've always even been able to You just give that look, or I give you the look that means, Hey, I need to talk to you. It yes. doesn't mean that you walk up and interrupt or I walk up and interrupt. But Usually means, I just kind of walk up beside you and stand there. Yep. Yep. But I know. <laughs> but you know that it's important and it's something I need to tell you. So. And it's not going to be. But here's the thing, though. I'm not going to make her second. And and she's not going to make me second uh, when it comes to other people. And um, so I just think it's important, especially like if you're doing ministry at a church, you know, sometimes it's going to feel like, oh, you wouldn't want to do that. But man. You still got to be a family at church. You yes. still got to have a marriage. And if, if most not, people understand. Yeah. Like I think if you say, hey, hold on. You say, hey, babe, what's up? What can I? And right. you ask, I mean, most people are going to get that and they're going to be okay with that. Because if you're not careful, you will go the entire Sunday morning without speaking to one another sometimes. True. And I get, and here's what I think. I think if 25 years of me not allowing you to have access to me, I think there would be animosity towards yeah, the church. Probably a little bitterness there, um, but it's not like that. Um, I think our students and even our leaders that that volunteer on Sunday mornings, I, I think they see that. Yeah, I think most of them value that. Yeah. I think most people value that. So just keep that in mind, and that goes both ways. Um, 
So, uh, all right. Now, number 22. Um, be willing to ask for and to give forgiveness. Um, so, we'll talk about your part, the asking, <laughs> and and then I'll talk about the giving forgiveness part. You sure are making me laugh a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But this, in all seriousness, I think you know when we were talking about this, one of the things that, that came out was – and we we both have had over the years, we just have to be willing to say, Hey, that's on me. Yes. Because I mean, we we are we're all going to make mistakes and we are all I think innately selfish beings that don't want to be wrong. Um and so it makes it harder to own up to your mistakes. Uh but sometimes you have to be willing to go, you know what? I goof there, you know, please forgive me. And then you have to be willing to forgive. You have to realize that their heart is in the right place. Even if their words didn't come from that place, um, you know how much they love you. And so I think that you have to be willing to, to let it go and forgive. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think it's, I think it's, I mean, I feel like you've always been willing to, to do that, but, and I feel like I, I do feel like I probably have to do it more, but, um, just that willingness though, to just say, I'm sorry, it's on me again. I, I just think it's, it's not necessarily easy, but it's healthy and thinking back, you know, thinking back to our last 25 years, you know, and golly, tons of moments, you know, it's not like we don't get in, you know, spats with each other because we do. Um, but that willingness to go, okay, that was me. I let that, you know, um, it's just huge. And so it's a huge part of, uh, it's a huge tip in marriage. And if you're not at a place where you're already doing that, somehow having a discussion and, or you just, you lead the way, um, and set out, you know, on that, uh, making that a journey of, of just being willing to forgive or, or being willing to ask for forgiveness. Even if you think that you're not all at fault, like you still got to be the one to start out and go, Hey man, look, I'm sorry about that. So that's good. All right. Um, that was a super serious one. <laughs> uh, okay. Number 23. Um, keep a calendar. This is not super serious, but it's important. It is it's huge. Big, <laughs> big tip right here. And Jody and I talk about this a lot, but uh, keep a calendar together. You can use a phone. You can use a Google app. You can use, Google calendar. You can use a whiteboard on your refrigerator, whatever. Just- you can use a piece of paper. But keep a calendar together, and I—I'm I, telling you, as as our kids have gotten older, man, it's gotten harder and harder because they're all over the place. Yes, and you're all over the place. Everybody's all over the place, and and not to mention to expect you to keep up with what's going on in youth ministry, like in the schedules that I'm keeping and all that. We just have to have a shared calendar, and if you don't know how to do a shared calendar. It's time to learn. Like Google it. it. Google it. Listen at you with a Google comment. You're an electronic genius. That's amazing. Um, That's me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not okay. Um, so uh, listen. Get, just figure out how to share a calendar together. Okay. Enough said. Uh, number twenty four. Um, uh, let's see. What is number twenty four? Uh, don't let your world revolve around your kids. Figure that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We fundamentally, I mean, we, we live though in a very kid centered world right now. Yeah. I mean, 
the world revolves for many adults around the little people in their yes. house. Now and we love our kids. We do tremendously. And, and, our, and our kids have played a major role in our lives for the last really almost 18 years now since Dylan's been born. Um, but I think we can say with integrity that our kids, that our worlds have not revolved around them. No. Um, that we've made decisions based on what's best for the family. And sometimes that means it's best for them, but rather than just what they want or what's best for them or what everybody else around us is doing, which is really hard sometimes because in our culture, everybody else may be doing one thing, but we're kind of going, yeah, well, guess what? That's not what we're going to do. Um, and we kind we just fundamentally disagree like with the idea that it's all about the kids. Um, because it's not, cause it's not, cause we've been married 25 years and I'm going to tell you, and I don't know this for sure, but I think, I think if you make it all about your kids, I think they're going to end up growing up a certain way. That's just my opinion, you know? Yes. Um, but and I say that here, you know, I'm just thinking about the fact that we took our kids on our anniversary cruise. Well, that's different. Yeah. I mean, we did that because Dylan is. Yeah, we made a very intentional decision. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of funny. Dylan when I thought is about it. a junior in high school. We started thinking about graduating. the fact that our 30th, both our kids are going to be gone. And we got all like sad or sympathetic or whatever. And we were like, you know what? We should take them with us. And the fact that they had a teen club on the boat so yeah. they could go do their thing. Actually, it was a ship. It wasn't even a boat. But um, we didn't see them. We didn't see them a lot. That was amazing. And every night they came in like. 1 or 2 a.m. Like after we were, they were living it sound up. asleep. We sound like <laughs> terrible parents when we say that because people don't know what the ship is like. But no. um, anyway, um, but seriously, just cons- at least be willing to think about it. Is your world revolving around your kids? And trust me when I tell you that I think long term. I, and I, I, golly, and, and here's the other part. Like Abby, our, our, our youngest is about to be in ninth grade four years and she's gone. And I'm trying to imagine if you're if you've spent the last 18 to 25 years where your world has revolved around your kids and all of a sudden you're empty nest, what the heck are you gonna do with your life? Yeah, it'd be hard. You're gonna have to relearn each other, man. I feel like we're gonna miss our kids, but we also are gonna be just fine. Party party. I don't know about that. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh, I do think one more thing. I do okay. think it's okay. easier at the age our kids are at. I, I think because we were, you know, when our kids were little, we were pretty strict with their schedule um, so that everything went smoothly. But that was really so everything would go smoothly, not because it was what was best for them. It yes. was about what was best for the family as a whole. Yeah, totally. And it's always been about what was best for the family as a whole. Yeah, totally. so, but it does look differently, I think, in the baby and toddler years than yeah, it does. No doubt. when they're teenagers. All right, number 25, we're saving the best blast. Number 25, <laughs> is what is so, number 25? This is, Chris couldn't figure out one more point. No, this is not, that's not true. This is, this could, if we were ranking, this would be number one. Okay, we did this way Just too say late. It. Say in what life. is it? number twenty five? Way too late in life, we decided. Say it. Say it. To get, bite the bullet. Get a minivan. Get a minivan. And I can tell One of the you, the best things for our marriage. It right was, there. but it, you know what? It would have been even better for our marriage if, if we'd have got it sooner. If we would have got it sooner, and I would look. And there's to people look. right now that y'all are making fun of me right now. And you're making fun of Wendy or whatever, and you're like, oh no, whatever. I'm telling you, man, 
You, and you've heard us talk, Jody and I've talked about the minivan before on here. But uh, listen, it's been great for our marriage. Ugh. Forget all this like, and we're too cool, you, if you're, we're too millennial, yeah, but, or whatever. But if you're a mom with like little kids in car seats. Push that button, oh that door goodness. opens automatically. That's the that thing's got best so much room. thing ever, yeah. ever. Get a minivan. So Get a minivan. Just, yeah, don't be too cool for the minivan. The Embrace it. Embrace the minivan. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a minivan, but it, get a family mobile of some some type of family car. No, it needs to be a minivan because the doors the just doors open automatic and close. And the new ones are swanker than ours. I know it's amazing. We love our Kia though. Our Kia, yeah. So uh, so anyway, hey, there there it is. Okay, so twenty five years of marriage. It's been a good twenty five years. It has. I appreciate you. It has twenty five years. We're really. Um, We've loved, we, we love doing this together. And again, we're not claiming to be experts by any means, but we thought we would just share some of our bumps and our successes along the way and just kind of let you know, hey, these are 25 things that come to our mind when we think about, hey, how can we have a successful, healthy marriage while doing youth ministry? And these are the things that kind of popped into our head as we were thinking about that. So big time thanks for listening and uh we appreciate any any closing remarks. No, thanks for having me right. on, letting me be share the mic. Oh yeah, share the <laughs> mic. We'll have you on again sometime. So uh, anyway, all right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Well, cool, man. I, I man, I just want to say as a friend, um, thanks for being willing to share and be vulnerable a little bit. I think that's helpful for sure. Yeah, you know, Jody, I mean, and, and you know this, bro, like being in youth ministry is a challenge unto itself. And I really, um, you know, I really don't think that my youth ministry would be near what it is w- without having a healthy marriage, you know, and having Wendy along, along, you know, during this whole journey. And so, you know, it, it just kind of, it goes hand in hand. Um, it, it's hard to say which is, you know, I don't think one is more important than the other, but I'm just super thankful for her. She is, she is a, um, she's been such an encouragement all these years, man. 25 years, dude. That's just awesome. Like, uh, we were super, it, it kind of sounds nuts saying that out loud. Does it sound like a, I mean, it sounds, it feels like I'm ancient when I say I've been married 25 years. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you, know, you kind of are. Yeah, I know. But, you know, but I look at, I look at, uh, I look at like my parents or Wendy's parents and I go, you know, they've just celebrated their 50th. And I'm like, dude, that'd be amazing. You know? So here's hoping, man, we're going to keep going for it. And, um, but, uh, hopefully some folks got something out of this one, man. And, uh, it was good. It was a lot of, a lot of fun just doing it with her. She's, she's super great. So, yeah, I'm so, I'm, man, I, I'm glad she was willing to come on and, Put up with your shenanigans. Yeah, she was. She's pretty. She got. She got tickled a few times. But yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, that'll do it for this episode. Make sure you head over again to the show notes page, thelongerhall.com slash episode zero six three, to uh, check out all of the goodies and links there. Uh, also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying the podcast. It's really helpful. You make sure you get it every week, and. You can also subscribe and join, or I guess we're not really subscribe, request to join the super secret longer haul podcast group. And there's a link for that on the show notes as well. And uh, it is a lot of fun. Those guys uh, and gals there are uh, 
they're, they're kind of feisty sometimes. It's yeah, good. It's good. I, good I like time. it. Yep. I like it. So awesome, man. Appreciate cool, you, man. buddy. Yes, sir. All right. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.